So to backtrack one second, like when, yeah. when someone produces an NFT, like quantity one of 10,000, it, it's not only like one of them could have an Easter egg, like a separate, they individual, all 10,000 have to have some sort of subtle, unique thing to them. Is right. that the, is that the catch? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Got or, it. Got there it. There is an example like, um, Metacard, which the Nelk boys from YouTube came out with, um, they call their NFT a Metacard and it, it all looks identical. The only thing that's different is just the numbers of them. You know, so that's, okay. That, it's it's kind of like you know, um, it's like smoking mirrors. A little yeah, bit, you know? a little bit. Yeah, because it sounds like that's to me. It sounds like that's the benefit, right. of having each one be unique. Exactly. Is that you're the only person in the yeah. world that owns it and the copyrights to it, and you right. can brand it and license it out and put it on stickers and hats. Yeah, like. And I'm not sure I why. Think, yeah. I'm not sure why. Uh, you know, if 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 all ten thousand look the same and just the the number was different, I'm not sure why people would even want to buy that. Right. Yeah. Well, for, for like they get so with Nelk Boys, it's this huge you know YouTube channel. Uh-huh. They do like merch drops that sell out in seconds and uh-huh. stuff. So that gives the meta holders, the card holders of the NFT, the opportunity to go in and, and buy that merch. Gotcha. That so can, gotcha. Go gotcha. And resell it. You know, and make more you know, okay 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 i got you okay but yeah um so this is good though okay so yeah, yeah. continue on so this flow once you, here once you he writes to the uh you know jpeg the image the nft whatever you want to call it um you get access to the um community uh via discord and you have to do all this verification and like send in your um you know your wallet address where the uh, nft is hosted you're verified and then the, the community is really cool you get people from all across the world hmm. um some people are following me um you know my twitter and stuff that i wouldn't have met otherwise and nice yeah just super cool people right all you know similar minded and have you have you have you actually started selling that ape on hats and stuff no, just I just that? one of one right now oh, okay I got, all right. I got a super rare hat right now that that would be really interesting that yeah. could be a big what do you think, Gino? That could be a big seller. Yeah, uh, I I found that if you for you know this kind of goes to what you were talking about. If you were to find a original picture of a meme, like a famous meme, right, that could be coming like in. Like the NFT. girl with the burning building. I think that NFT sold for I think a couple hundred thousand dollars when the NFTs were popping like a month, like or sorry, a year ago. And there's the one with the baby and the girl, right. the baby girl in the back seat yeah, with the her OG teeth. memes that made like the internet. You right, know? and now the latest thing is, and and this is crazy there's a father who's trying to get a video of his daughter as an nft uh because she was tragically like killed and and i guess this video went viral and he's been trying to get the video off the net but no one wants to comply with 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 the man but someone gave him the idea if you can turn that into an nft you will own it yeah exactly you could go to court and you know take Mm. that person off or take that image off the internet. Oh man, that just opens up an entire another yeah. uh, Pandora's box of questions I have because <laughs> basically anybody could just go to anybody's brand or logo yeah, and say it, you and know, snipe it and it. say I want that. I just copyrighted that. Yeah, I don't know. It seems yeah. weird. I, it's probably a whole other thing we got to look at. But, but yeah, I guess on the reverse side of what you just said, Matt, mm. um, a lot of questions I get about NFTs is like, hey, what if I just go onto your OpenSea portfolio and I just screenshot your your right your ape. Like, right. Okay. Well, my response is, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and do that. Why do I say go ahead and do that? Because at the end of the day, if you post it online, you're just promoting my my NFT. I own it. You don't. Oh. So the value of it, right? Like we we're talking about. With, okay. Uh, Interesting. Uh, yeah, like, because it's protected through the blockchain, right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, free advertisement, basically. Okay. <laughs> like the Shark Tank analogy that we we're talking. Yeah. About. Yeah. 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 Okay. So if we're relating it to marketing, then and someone does that. 
then that's just more promotion exactly. for you, what yeah. you're saying. Oh, exactly. Okay, and then gotcha. somebody builds a company and it's doing 100 million revenue, I'll come after it and say, hey, thanks for doing all the work. Yeah. <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah, very I'll true. at the very end. Uh, I'll let you get started. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. But um, yeah, so let's say, you know, you, you're done with the NFT, the price is up, right? You're, you're 2X, 4X, 5X up. Uh, from the original, you know, price that you got it from, you can then, you know, list it back onto OpenSea. Um, okay. You can list it for a floor price, and that's, you know, more, people are more inclined to buy it right off the floor. That's that entry price. And then, you know, if it's super rare or, you know, um, you can use different tools to detect the rarity, but if you know that you have a rare um, NFT, you can put it for a higher price. And, oh. yeah, I mean, I sold my first NFT a while back, and I was just, I just put it up, you know, like a kind of a far fetched number that I don't think anybody would actually, you know, spend the money on. I think it was like five or six x the price. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna put it for this price, leave it overnight. Woke up the next morning, I looked at my email, and I had an email from OpenSea saying, "Congratulations, your NFT sold." And I was like, "What? There's no way that this NFT sold for this much while I was sleeping, right?" So it's kind of cool um, in that aspect. So you can put it back on there and you know, flip it or you know, do whatever you really nice. want. Nice. Yeah. And then you can kind of hold on to it and, like I said, you know, let the price go up. Um, yeah, sell it, make some money. And then also, um, this is kind of the, the thing I was saving for the show, um, is staking your NFT. And if you're not, you know, familiar with staking, um, with that terminology, um, it's basically locking up your, your digital asset, whether it be a cryptocurrency or an NFT. Um, not all F- NFTs have staking. Um, just you know, this a couple of projects do, and those are the projects that I'm more interested in. With a um, you know, kind of a technical value, right? Hmm. An actual world, uh, real world use case. Um, so yeah, I actually locked up some of my NFTs, and um, I'm actually about to stake them right now and live on the show. I, I think, yeah, <laughs> live <laughs> on the recording. So Braden is about to stake his yeah. NFT, and again, what does staking mean? It so staking lo- is um, basically amount per yield. So, you know, when, um, you know, banks, how you make APY, okay, right? This is the digital, um, you know, Web3 version of APY. We call it amount per yield instead of, you know, amount per year, you know, APY, whatever okay. it may be, right? Okay. We call it something different. And that means only a certain number of people can buy it, so it should make the value go up? No, so when when you're when projects like um this this project that i'm involved in is called ape invaders okay uh genesis it's kind of like uh p2e uh play to earn uh, mm. so yeah you're talking about gaming earlier right so mm-hmm. this is this is very similar um i mean you're not playing you know with a controller mm. you know anything like that um this is kind of just to spread the wealth within the the community um and basically how they're how they're generating this money to pay us you know in the proprietary um, cryptocurrency from staking the uh, NFT is there every time that um, there's a sale on OpenSea, mm. the project gets 10% of that kickback, right? So mm. let's say something sells for, you know, a uh, thousand bucks, right? They're, they're making 10%, 10% of that, um, that transaction fee. Interesting. Be, yeah. Um, and then, then they give it back to the community um, to earn money from locking up your nft and then by locking up your nft supply versus demand right so if there's more apes locked up let's say there's five or five thousand five hundred you know nfts and five thousand of them are locked up and staked that means that there's only 500 available on the actual market right mm. and let's say it gets down to 200 150 
shoot, th those prices that NFT could be astronomical depending right. on the value of the pro of the project. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much in a nutshell. Um, you know, th th this presentation that I had, the, the last slide it just says, "Good luck." <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, this is this is going to be really exciting to see. See, I've never experienced seeing this. So yeah, yeah let's 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 check this out. Let's pull it up. Gino, while he's doing that, do you have any other questions about just this yeah, entire process? Just, like, it, it, is in your opinion, then is is this like a side hustle? Is like for anybody? Yeah. Is this is this a maybe a, a will it be a fad, or is this like the next thing to go big and everybody from corporates to Joe Schmo right. in his basement? So it's, it's whatever you want to make it, right? So uh. if you if you want to treat it like a hobby, you'll get paid like a hobby, right? But if you want to treat it like a business, you can get paid like a business. I'm a firm believer in that with anything in life, right? But for me, right, like um, there's this guy by the name of Jim Rohn. He's like written a bunch of books back yeah. in the day, yep. right? Uh, very, very good author, very good motivational speaker, very good, you know, insight on, you know, just, just being successful and having successful habits. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think that, um, you know, if if you treat it like, like I said, like a hobby, you'll get paid like a hobby. Um, I think that's one thing that I've learned from, from that guy in particular. And then he always said that if you work, uh, it's been a, a couple of years since I've said this, but let me try to regurgitate it. He said something along the lines, like, if you work full-time on your job, right, and part-time on your fortune intent, until you're part-time on your fortune trumps how much money you're making on your mm. job. And that's when you can kind of go full-time into this thing, mm. right? So I, I'm taking small steps, right? I'm not quitting my job or, and telling my boss, hey, uh, I'm this NFT guy. <laughs> right, right, Everybody. right. But you never know, right? You never know. There could be, you know, some sort of hype around Big the project you're involved in. And, you know, you could get lucky, but then again, sure. I don't believe in luck. I believe you create your own luck. Mm. And by having that NFT, you made yourself a little bit more lucky, right, in my opinion. But these are the apes that I have staked up right here. They're all locked away um, on this website called Ape Invaders. Um, this is the actual project's website. So I have about 10 of these. And then these are my droids right here. And I'll get into the droids in a sec if you guys want to learn a little bit more about that. Um, but it's the benefits of staking it. And then they have this P2E play-to-earn game called in, um, just the invasion. It's we we just click battle right here there's there's two things that happen right there's stealth attack mm. and then there's smash attack right with smash attack right it's a little bit more aggressive and um potential to earn more tokens back more of the erc20 tokens which is a cryptocurrency token called stardust mm. um or you can click the stealth attack where it's it's less risk adverse in a way um so yeah, I'm just going to go with Stealth Attack because I, I learned the, the hard way the first time when this option came out. So there they go. So, so walk us through what's, what's, what are we seeing so what's right now? What's happening right now is I'm just, I'm just um, in the back end. So I earned 16 um, Stardust. Stardust is actual crypto. And Stardust right now today is like $2.50. So I didn't make much, right? It's so like 36 bucks. Yeah, like 36 bucks. You know, okay. Like, yeah. Um, you can do that once per day. Once per day, every um, twenty-four hours at four p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right? So I, well, wow. For for the listening audience, though, like like what are we uh, hearing so, or viewing? <laughs> oh, sorry, for listening oh, yeah. audience, um, we're looking at a, a website right now um, where I have all of my NFTs staked, and I just clicked a button called where it says battle, and basically they're giving me my my daily allowance of. 
um, Stardust, which is the proprietary ERC20 token um, that they pay me back for staking my NFTs. And I just clicked battle and I, I gained what, 16.25, which is what, 33 times two. So like 66 bucks um, just by clicking the button, uh, which isn't bad, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Um, and then there's also other things you can do with it, right? There's like a shop in here where you can spend your, your Stardust. Um, you can actually mint um, a new NFT. <laughs> and that's where those droids that I just showed that's how you mint them and that's really cool too because if you take a look at this droid invader and now we're going over to OpenSea, we're looking up how much the uh the ape or the droid invader is right so just by me minting it right it's almost you know let's see here whoops sorry you know, a couple hundred bucks. You know, so you could you could you could go to a fascinating. And again, what what does uh, minting mean again? Minting means um, it's it's like giving birth, I guess, to an NFT, right? It's the first time this NFT has ever been shown to anybody. Um, like for instance, right here, uh, this other project called Pablo and Friends, hmm. right? It's like this Medellin like uh, story <laughs> behind it, right? Yeah. The cartel stuff. Um, I minted this, right, and. Some of these NFT projects, you don't, you can't view the NFT until all six thousand, all ten thousand are all minted, and um, then you can see, you know, how rare your NFT is. Maybe you got lucky and got a, a really rare, and it's more expensive now. It's, it's there's a whole bunch of other things, and then, yeah, I mean, that's that's just on a high level of you know what NFTs are. I know it went like into the weeds. Um, yeah, no, it's totally great. It's fantastic, and again, uh, the the real value of this visual for people that hop onto the youtube yep. ver version of this of the uh, podcast taping they'll get to see this site we'll put the site in the show notes in summary uh brayden would you say that this is kind of like a 2022 for the next generation this is like an online virtual art gallery yeah I is that so. would, would that be a, a good way to describe yeah, yeah. like overall what's taking place I'd here more like yeah art I like to compare it to Pokemon cards, right? Interesting. When I explain this to my parents, like my dad's like, "What the, you know, what is right. an NFT, man? Right? What are you doing?" That's why you we're know? doing this taping. Yeah, exactly. So many people have that question. Yeah. So basically, I like to kind of um, compare them to Pokemon cards back in the day, like rarity, right? The holographic mm. ones were super rare. Mm. You know, there there was like four cards that you had to have, and if you had all four cards, um, they're all super rare. Like that's that would be like ten thousand dollars worth of cards. Wow. Right but the thing back then, right? I, I can't tell you where my big deck of Pokemon cards is. I know sure. I, there's somewhere. I mean, right. I've moved, you know, five, ten times since sure. I was eight years old. Sure. Um, but the thing with digital assets and digital art, right, is you, you don't have to worry about it creasing or, you know, the right. rubber band, you know. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Up, I mean, so. to this day, you know, yeah. the, the, the Honus Wagner baseball card is still the most sought after baseball card exactly. ever made. I think they just won one at auction yeah. for like six million dollars or something like that. Wow. And then, you know, our our grandparents generation was, you know, buying up. You know, uh, stamps or, or I was, well, in the art example, I was going to say, you know, Pablo Picasso, oh, yeah, yeah. stuff oh, yeah. like that, you know, very exclusive. There's only one of one exactly, available. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, what I'm learning here on the episode today is this is really like 
how the next generation of people uh, is kind of cultivating like online art galleries right. and, and, and ownership over unique things. This has been so enlightening. Like I, it's really, really cool that not only can you acquire uh, you know, beautiful pieces of art that other people have made, but you can actually get with a team pretty much take sounds like anything, right? Art, music, yeah. You know, could you even do like a, if somebody listening has a business plan, could you coin a business like a code? Yeah. Could I you mean, do that as an could, NFT? I guess theoretically. I, I mean, I don't want to say, yeah, you could. Right. Okay. But, I mean, there'd probably have to be some legality behind it. Okay. Because... Right. Right now, NFTs are more predicated around imagery. Right. Imagery. Um perks right like the gary v perk got it and got then, it so his actual design of his nft is maybe kind of boring but but what you get for owning it yeah, is value cool yeah exactly your life your lifetime ticket holder to, to interesting all right? interesting and, and those conferences could be anywhere in the world you know i think we need an ad symbol nft well yeah i was i advocated <laughs> for that earlier yeah. late last year but what i what i'm finding out and I, and correct me if i'm wrong and i i read somewhere where it, unlike art and maybe this has to do with maybe if if someone buys like let's say we go back to the McRib for example someone Ooh. buys out all the ten thousand or not or people buy out all ten thousand right do these NFTs actually increase in value like like is there a risk involved? Oh, there's definitely a risk. Like I said in the beginning, right? There's, oh, let's talk about there's, that. There's high risk. Yeah, I mean there's there's things called rug pulls. A huge, huge, huge thing to hit on. Um, you know, because everything in life comes with a, a risk. Um, I would say, you know, this is, you know, uh, the dot com before the dot com uh, stage. Uh, so super early. And I think that sometimes being too early, you can you can lose because you could sell too early or you not make the right move. But anyway, yeah, I think that there is a lot of risk involved in NFTs and, you know, cryptocurrency and, and stocks, at, you know, at that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got to you got to really be careful for uh potential rug pulls and if you're not familiar with the term rug pull it's very common in crypto where you're going to get you know a project that's around let's say 20 million dollars and or less in in uh, market cap right and then the developers have you know a whole staking mechanism or or whatever um where they're going to just take all the liquidity off <laughs> basically rob you right for all mm. that you've invested um, it's actually happened to me a couple of years ago for a lot of money. Um, so I learned the hard way, but that's, Hey, I'm still in it to win it. And, uh, you know, I, I knew the risk, um, going into it and I, you know, now for sure, for sure, know the risk. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, take, so if I, so if someone buys one of these ape images or one of right. these images, it, they, and let's say, use a simple example that they, um, uh, bought it for a thousand dollars. Right. And they think they're owning one of, a limited print, ten thousand, yep. and it's a unique ape p- image. Right, and they stash it in their online gallery, and they're feeling really good. You're saying at some point in the future they could come back and look at it and the value because the the blockchain uh, uh, connected to it, Ethereum drops. Right. right. So, oh well, we talked about this on the cryptocurrency episode. We said mm-hmm. that that was one of the risks. You could buy Bitcoin at a certain value, 
and right. be able to like one Bitcoin could equal the value, like go out and buy a car. Right. Yeah. And then the next morning you wake up and it's not even worth the price of a bicycle. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So ergo, that yeah. would, that Same would, th- that would affect what you thought you had value in, in your ape image. Now it's not really worth anything. Exactly. Yeah. That, wow. could, definitely that could definitely happen. Wow. And so they can increase, but they can decrease. They can do both. Yeah. No, they can increase too. Can because increase. the opposite could happen. The value of the Bitcoin yeah, could go crypto. up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but not the I NFT though. your question there. Um, yeah, like anything right. else, right? right? It's it's a market, right? Markets mm. go up, markets go down. Bad news comes out, markets go down. Oh right? wow! <laughs> buy the dip, and you can wow. buy the dip with NFTs. You can, you know, you don't want to buy the peak, you know, NFTs. When grandma starts talking about NFTs, that might be a sign of a local top, uh, and you might want to get the heck out, you know, cash in your chips. But um, yeah, you got to be careful. Um, so it's not only the art itself; it's also the coin that you crypto coin that you buy it with. Right. You have to kind of juggle both exactly. of those. So yeah, typically like nine times out of ten, you know, you'd buy, um, you know, your your NFT on the Ethereum network, which is a stable blockchain. No, no, it's not stable because the stable would be um, basically like a USDT or something like that. That would be more stable because. Um, Let's say I, I let's say let's use this example, right? So let's say I bought one of those apes for uh, one Ethereum, right? Let's say the Ethereum coin at that time was twenty five hundred dollars, right? Okay. Let's fast forward a week. Market tanks, right? You're down fifty percent, right? So now you have one thousand two hundred fifty dollars worth because mm. you know. Yep. If it's if it's still valued at that one Ethereum, yes. Right. But that being said. Right, markets go up, markets go down. Mm. So I would, I would think that the value, like the actual, um, how, however much it is worth in Ethereum, would go down. Right, so you'd start by investing, you know, one whole Ethereum. Mm. But let's say you know it goes down fifty percent, like the market, you're down to point five Ethereum. And then now that isn't seven or twelve hundred and fifty dollars. That's seven hundred and some yeah. change. You know, so yeah, it's easy come, easy go. Sometimes, um, sometimes you got to brace for the storm. And uh, it goes down to the whole rule of thumb: is don't invest what you you can't afford to lose. Right. right? Hence, hence the original uh, disclaimer. Yeah. At the beginning exactly. of the show. <laughs>